It's episode 176 of the Speedbender podcast and some of you may have come here today to have your furry underbellies tickled or some of you may have come here today to hear some fucking home truths. Well, I can tell you right now that one of those two camps is going to go home sorely uh, disappointed today. You can probably guess which camp it is too. So if you're in the former camp and in fact even if you're in the latter camp you better get your battle gear on like we used to do in the old days. The full body harness, the walrus fitting crash helmet for the small ears and the large snouts, the steel toe cap flipper boots and the waterproof body armour. Because trust me, this is compulsory safety gear for listening to today's episode of the Speedmander podcast. Because I'm worried about what I'm seeing out there about some of you. I'm not necessarily going to rant for the whole episode, but I am truthfully worried about some of the walruses some of what I'm seeing out there, and as Chief Wallers, it's my job to help you fix it. Look, we're in turbulent times, we all know that. The world has been shook up this last couple of years. There's insecurity for some businesses, and some people, and some people like whether you're, doesn't matter whether you're an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur, when that sort of insecurity is there, some people can crawl back into their fucking shells. Now, this is a type of situation where the Wallaces should have an advantage. Because we're steeped in preparation for what most people might call turbulence, but we what we call a fucking opportunity. Now, this is why I'm worried though. I'm seeing too many people, as I said, like the fucking walruses included. I can't, I can't even, it hurts me to say it. I'm seeing it even from the walruses. They're waiting for some inspiration at where things go next. Um, are, we, are we going to return to the pre-pandemic marketplace is what we're experiencing right now in the pandemic marketplace going to continue forever? Or is there some sort of future development we need to be concerned about, such as a, a raging inflation uh, in the labour market and in the recost and resource market, which will create future chaos? Is that what's going Who knows what's going to happen? But whatever it is, it's going to be an opportunity for the Wallaces. But this isn't a podcast about the twists and turns of Corona. You can be sure of that. But... It's more about the deep work that we do on ourselves, which is fucking necessary at any time, or should I say necessary all the fucking time of getting ourselves in a position where we build the confidence to lead through these turbulent times. So here's here's the overriding thought. Here's the overriding idea that I have in my head in episode 176 of the Speed Mentor podcast. And that I'm going to be targeting in the first instance. I'm going to be targeting in the first instance to the entrepreneurs. Maybe I haven't talked about the entrepreneurs much these days. But it also applies to the entrepreneurs. And it's this. So real job security is knowing you have the talent to work elsewhere. Or even better, anywhere. Now let me repeat that for the hard of hearing. Real job security is knowing you have the talent to work everywhere. Even elsewhere. Let's take the bar down. Elsewhere. And then you can build on to anywhere and everywhere. Now just let that sink in for a minute. I, in fact, I'm going to say it one more time. Seeing I slightly fluffed my lines there. And I couldn't be bothered editing this, editing this piece for you. But anyway, real job security is knowing you have the talent to work elsewhere. And even better, having the talent to work anywhere. Because it's really, really important. And it's true 
security, not just job security, life security. You see, and at certain times like these, if you're looking to someone else to be your boy, and that's B U O Y, and any seafaring walrus will know um, what a boy is, or you're looking for someone else to guide you, you've already fucking lost. You gotta get yourself ready to build your own talent, not to outsource it, so that your employer is worried that you have so much talent in your locker that in these uncertain times that they may not be able to hold on to you, not that you're worried about whether they're going to keep you. Let others worry about holding on to your talent. Do not drift. Do not wait on others. Build your own fucking talent now. You cannot be sitting back for a moment. You must be on the front fucking foot, my friend. Look, I'm saying... It's really frustrating me at the minute. I'm seeing too many people sitting on the back foot. Like, I I, I check in. I know I'm not posting on social media stuff um, because of all the work I have on with the change, but I check in briefly on LinkedIn most days just for a quick look um, because I need to know the truth of what's happening out there and and what you're telling, telling the world. And then I dig in a little bit just to see whether I can decide whether you're fucking bluffing it or whether you're actually delivering. I don't see too much happening, if I'm honest. It's a bit... It's a bit of the same old, same old. It really hasn't developed much. I, I'm mildly disappointed, if I'm honest. Yeah, um, where's the fucking drive? Seriously, where's the fucking drive gone? Where's the gorilla goals? Where are those ripping up the script and saying we're building a new world order? I'm not fucking seeing any of that. I'm not seeing the vision. I need to see fucking more of it. I mean, I, I will say, like, the tech scene is flying at the moment in Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. Tech scene is... Tech scenes flying north and south. And luckily I'm involved in quite a bit of that. And that sector has been well placed to attract funding remotely, to populate ideas from here across the world, to 10x um, the total addressable market from the UK and Ireland to the rest of the world, to show the world the value that there is here if they will invest. And that has really been opened up by by Corona. Look, I'm not... I'm, I'm not uh, like, um, what way, what's, what's the best way... Um, Okay, say you're not in that niche that has sort of artificially benefited from Corona. Say you're not in that specific niche of tech which has immediate deployability across a huge market. Um, You know, they're the lucky ones in that context. But if you are in some other market that is not essentially a tech market and you're standing still you're standing still, you're in fact, you're not just standing still, you're walking backwards comparatively. Because if you're standing still, you're fucking regressing. And the problem with it is, you see all those tech ones that I'm talking about there, they will come and disrupt your fucking marketplace. So you do not have time to stand and watch and worry. Like, I'm glad to say, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to them, I'm glad to say I've spotted a few notable exceptions in my immediate orbit. Um, who I think are worth discussing a little in a little bit more detail because when I use what they're doing to sort of evidence what I said at the top of the show, their preparedness to develop their talent so they can work elsewhere or anywhere is absolutely fucking key. And this is my first shout out today. My first shout out goes to, and it feels like I've mentioned a couple of people in my orbit before, <laughs> a couple of episodes ago in the Green Door episode, but... um. I think these are good examples, real life examples, not just, you know, the billionaires that we hear plastered all over the place, real gritty people trying to make a fucking difference um, to their lives and who are making a difference to their lives and those around them. The first shout out goes to Tanya McGeehan, um, who's the owner and director of MCG Investment Limited. 
Investments Limited. Now, Tanya is a former mentee of mine. Um, in fact, she was the last client I took on before I had to hang up my mentoring boots due to my commitments with the, with the change. And to be honest, I'm truly staggered. I met her this week, actually, and I'm truly staggered by her hunger to continue to be open to new people, to new ideas, to new member mentorship, to new learning and to new connection uh, and to be humble while she delivers that now at scale. Now, she has brought genuine velocity into her life. And I actually, I promised to do an episode about velocity soon because it really is the secret sauce. I will do an episode about velocity soon. That's something I taught Tanya and she is now delivering it. Now, I remember at the start of lockdown, she was worried like most of her nascent business uh, that she was building in property investment would hit the buffers like so many other businesses were. Remember, the slizzers were closed at that time. Land and property services was closed. Viewings were impossible. But what did she do? She was pretty much the first person um, in the marketplace here in Northern Ireland to do a property web webinar. Now, Tanya will tell you herself that she was totally out of her comfort zone uh, uh, when she did that. But she didn't wait to see what others were doing. She did it first herself. And with all the eyeballs stuck at home looking for good quality content that she was going to produce, she put on a cracking webinar with some amazing guests and has kicked on since. And her desire to learn, attend, to speak, to get in the press, to engage, to build relationships, to grow an acorn into a fucking oak tree is right up there with the very best of them. Now, if Armageddon, if Armageddon hits and we'll have another ice age like wiped out the dinosaurs, I know who'll be selling all the fucking igloos. This woman is unstoppable. Look, give her a follow. She's omnipresent at the minute on all the social media channels and we can all learn um, from her while she exhibits how open she is to learning and growing. Tanya McGeehan at MC. G Investments. I tip my fucking walrus hat to you, my friend. Now, as you can see, I'm picking out a few people who are not specifically in tech sector, as it's thriving, as I've said that, but those in traditional sectors uh, where, in a way, you have you have to smash maybe through a glass ceiling and tell the fucking world you've arrived, such as Tanya in a male-dominated property world, uh, which has perhaps been slow to adopt social media to get the message out there, and she's really using that to her advantage. And the next Wallers I want to give a shout out to is none other than Philip Armstrong of Armstrong Solicitors. And I have worked with Philip as a business mentor and he, he attended um, one of my speed mentor retreats. And as you know only too well um, from having been, from as I know only too well from having been a lawyer for many years prior to my move into entrepreneurship, the legal world likes its traditions. It's steeped in precedent. There's a codification for fucking everything. A profession which has strictures on just about everything apart from maybe the rhetorical flourish of a barrister um, in the actual court itself. Now, well, Philip has ripped that up. Check out what he and Joanne and the team are building. They've appointed, they've just appointed an experienced COO. Uh, and when I say experienced, I mean experienced in the business world, not in the legal profession which is a real massive plus. There's a load of experience being brought in from the business world into Armstrong Solicitors. Now, now good luck to Brian Meldrum, the COO um, of Armstrong Solicitors, and they're building a five-year plan, and they're showcasing it online for all of us to see, for all the other lawyers to see, um, and, and maybe to inspire other lawyers that you know you can do things differently, and they've a plan to hive out a new tech solution for compliances as well, and a true step out from working in the business to working on the business. And there's, I think, a five-year exit strategy as well. Now, this is really novel stuff for a local solicitor's practice, and employ every single business owner up and down the country to think of their business or practice in just the same terms. 
as it's the only way to really make a dent in this universe. So, we've looked at a rising star, a rising entrepreneur, Tanya McGeehan, MCG. Um, we've looked at a business owner, Philip Armstrong, who's starting to rip up um, uh, the rule book. And my final shout uh, goes out today to the Wall Group's very own Kieran Meehan. Um, he's our COO. Now, my wife, Helen, uh, and or my um, CFO, Aruri Murray, and when I say mine, they could both feel sore for not being the focus of a few words of shout out as they contribute hugely to the success of the Wall Group since I moved on to Pastures New at the change. But the thing that stood out for me most this week was that Kieran has enrolled in a new master's degree uh, to be done in his own time. And there can't be much of that, if I'm honest, as the three of them are driving on the wall group to become a beast that it never was when I actually ran it. Uh, but wait until you hear what Cairn's master's degree is targeted around. It's uh, human resource management, focusing, focusing on recruitment, retention and employment law. Now, never has there been a greater moment of need for those skills than now. In what is a battlefield for employers to attract, retain and develop staff, those that don't focus on developing their existing people are having to throw money at the problem, often money which they can't actually afford in the medium term. Now, Kieran is making sure we're ready for the challenges and that his talent, in fact, his talent, he's making sure can go anywhere. Uh, may it always be at the wall group for our six, but if something happened uh, to the wall group, group or if he outgrows the wall group, He's built up those challenges, those talents to choose his own identity. And every single one of us must be doing what Tanya, Philip and Kieran are doing. It doesn't matter what stage of your career you're at, what age you are, where you started. The only thing that matters is where you're fucking going. And you must be in the driving seat of that journey. Now, don't be waiting for anyone else to give you permission. The wall group needs to develop and grow to keep up with Kieran. Armstrong solicitors and the new COO, they need to inspire and drive on Philip and he reciprocates back with them and Tanya is building and creating new allies who will stay with her no matter what the future holds. And I bet you there's a whole lot of women um, looking to get involved in property with Tanya who have maybe been otherwise excluded. Now, by the way, with some outstanding talent in the change, but I want to save all of that um, for an episode on its own. I haven't forgotten about uh, what we're building up the change, which is my number one priority at the minute. So what the fuck are the rest of you doing? What the fuck are the rest of you doing? Why am I so fucking disappointed when I looked at LinkedIn and I'm seeing these few wee flickers? We need to see fucking more. Now, are you matching this endeavour? Or are you waiting for someone else to open the door for you? Are you going to kick the fucking door in today? Are you putting pressure on your employer? I don't mean letting them know that the market is tightening so that the market rate for pay has gone up a bit. I mean by driving yourself and those around you, investing in yourself, identifying growth areas that your employer can help you with or you can help your employer with. So you've developed your talents no matter what lies ahead. Imagine never having to fear because you've developed the talent to work elsewhere or even better, anywhere. That's what modern freedom feels like that's why my life what my life feels like doesn't matter the sector i can literally stump up in any sector at all and find the opportunity and do serious damage because i've invested and developed myself continuously for many many years and even though you may see the showman in me on the outside i'm very humble and open to the learning that's required on, on the inside now and that's my wish for all of you 
I've taken a vignette of a few lives and witnessing at close quarters of people who've decided they'll make a mark on their own terms. My question for you is, what the actual fuck have you got planned for today? Are you clocking in another 9 to 5? Are you procrastinating about your next project? Are you wasting your life away scrolling and consuming on social content, social media like most are? Are you weighing up what your work-life balance feels like? Are you afraid to pull the fucking ripcord of that dead-end job? Or the rubbish opportunity you've been chasing like a dog on its own tail for the last six months? Stand the fuck up if you have enough spine to do so. This is on you, motherfucker! Only you can have true freedom by developing your talent so much that you can work elsewhere or even better, anywhere. And it's not difficult. It starts with a pen and paper and a written decision, a commitment to where you want to be in five years, just like Philip Armstrong has done, then work it back from there to understand your milestones year in, year out, then take the massive action and fucking attack. You see me, I get head up. That's it. What do you need to do? Who do you need to engage with? What do you need to learn? Who can help you? Who can you help what value can you add? What sacrifices are you prepared to make? All the fucking good stuff until your talent can take you anywhere. Never outsource that type of responsibility to someone else. Others can help you. But it only works if you're willing and determined to get there. Complacency is the fucking killer, my friend. Posting in half asleep at the wheel day after day. That's the fucking killer. Now, quick example of my own which I've mentioned before when I lost everything after the property and banking crash in 08 I was the first the very first person in the country who said you know what I built my success in property and law on my own terms and I didn't do it just because of, of um, what do you call it inflation in the marketplace and values etc I built that before all that shit came and actually was a wave that wiped me out and you know what? Because I did, and because I'd always invested in myself, I'll do it again on my own fucking terms. And that gave me the confidence to give every single thing that I had back to the banks, including my own home, which was a nice big detached house in the best part of Belfast on the Malone Road, um, which we had a tracker mortgage at half a percent over base, uh, which I couldn't even rent a house for less than our mortgage would have been and our first child had been born, so they couldn't take it off us, but I gave that fucking back and went and lived in my sister-in-law's back bedroom for five years because I backed myself on my own terms. I'd built the talent to know that I could succeed anywhere, in fact, everywhere. And you know why I did that? Why I refused to be going back to being a barrister where the banks would have given me time and to pay off the stuff, but they'd probably given me the time to pay it off over the rest of my life. They would have had their hooks into me for life. But I knew, as I said, I've developed, I had developed the talents of myself and I knew I could go anywhere, okay? So I had complete freedom to chart my own course and build an even bigger legacy. Build your own fucking chops. Enhance your own skill set today. Engaging and surrounding yourself with like-minded people who are further up the road less travelled than you. Chase down that true fucking freedom of knowing you have the talent to go anywhere. No one's going to do it for you. It's your choice. I'm a man.